You are now entering the mind of one of rock's greatest musicians, a former singer of Styx. The exclusive podcast, Come Sail Away, with Dennis DeYoung. Hey kids, how you doing? Dennis DeYoung here again. Um, today I'm going to do something that I call random thoughts. And it's really a bunch of nonsense that just comes to my mind. And I, I, I kind of write this stuff down so I don't forget it. And then I just, I just spit it out. I've done this on my Facebook page uh, from time to time. You can go back and check that out. Please go to my Facebook page and like me because I'm very needy. As everyone knows, why would I still be doing this? But I'm just going to just tell you what these things are. These thoughts just kind of run across my mind. And at any moment now, you can say, uh, I don't need to know that. I'm clicking off this thing. Here we go. First and foremost, Queen's question in Bohemian Rhapsody has finally been answered conclusively. Scaramucci, Scaramucci, he can't do the Fandango. I had to get that one in quick because the shelf life on this guy is, uh, I think it's already expired. Next, supermarket tabloids claim Mariah Carey is too fat to walk and Angelina Jolie weighs 78 pounds and she's just skin and bones. I saw these things the other day, waiting to buy uh, strawberries and uh, bananas. And what was the other thing? Watermelon at the checkout counter. Hey, it's fun to be a female celebrity. Sure it is. They also claim for the hundredth time that Hillary is divorcing Bill and gets the house, cash, and a pantsuit to be named later. Um, already I want to apologize to, to Hillary for using that cheap pantsuit joke. That's another one we should retire. Anyway, I got it in. In an unprecedented move, unprecedented, the word has officially been removed from the English language from overuse. CNN is immediately for, forced off the air for having little else to say. Desmond Doss, remember that, that name, folks. I'm, I'm not kidding you. I watched the movie Hacksaw Ridge not knowing anything about this, and really I've always been kind of a history buff, and particularly uh, about World War II because my dad fought in World War II. He was in D-Day Day 4. So I, I have a, you know, a, a fair amount of knowledge about it, but I was un, unprepared for this story that I knew nothing about. It's an unbelievable movie, and it should be required viewing after every current newscast to keep Americans off ledges and from abusing antidepressants. I'm telling you, it will raise your spirits and um, I, you know, restore your faith in the human condition. And these medics, of which Desmond Doss was one, are really something else. It's a, it's a true American hero's tale, not fake. And Desmond Doss should, form, should have formed a band, an English band, Desmond Doss and the Rescuers. That's what I think. The current political chaos was making me feel so anxious the other day, I decided I needed some comfort food and pulled into an international house of panic attacks in order to half stack with a rasher of Xanax. Mmm, sweet. It was very good. It, it still didn't cure anything. The Boy Scouts of America new motto must be, be prepared, and this includes presidential speeches. Oh, my God. <clears throat> and here's another one. I see this from time to time. Kids, rock bands are not democracies and never have been. Anyone who writes it or says it has never been in a band and are big dummies. Let me repeat that, big dummies. I'll tell you why. Usually when bands form, the thing that makes them equal, as in a democracy, one vote, is that they normally, they split all the money evenly in this way that 
when it comes to record royalties and concert appearances, they, 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 do, they do divvy that money up equally. But songwriters, the people who write the songs for the band, they get paid separately and a lot more money, as it were, which already shows you, though people are equal, some are going to be more equal than others. This can cause problems within bands. It's only human nature. When a couple of the guys or gals are, are making extra, extra money because they write the music, this is, this is a, rep, a recipe for some, you know, for some antagonism. So let me just point out a th- something to you. If you think that they're democracies, let me give you a couple of good examples. Ringo Starr and George Harrison at the top of the food chain. They were both great. But the other two guys, I forget their names now, they really did run the show. You want more? Here's what I'd say. Think of every band you know and pick out the ones who seem to be, well, a little more equal. That does not mean that the other members of any band are not important to the whole. They most certainly are. And any band's sound is really due to the people who are playing and singing those instruments. They are important. It just means at times some tend to be a little more equal than others, if that makes sense to you. Here's, here's some other examples I'm giving. Pink Floyd, you think, Gilmore and Waters. The Stones, Jagger and Richards, Aerosmith, Tyler and, Tyler and Perry. That's no disservice to Tom Hamilton, a lovely man, good bass player. But you know, the who, Townsend and Daltrey. And that's not to say that the Ox or the incomparable Keith Moon weren't important. They were so vital to the sound. But I think you see where I'm going with this. Maybe Rush is an exception. I don't claim to know. Three guys in the band, you know, I would have said um, that maybe it was Getty. But I, I, it, was, it, it was later that I, I found that uh, the drummer was uh, writing the lyrics, which I, I, I had no idea. And he is a great drummer at that. Next, carpenters are fast at work in reconfiguring White House doors to be revolving. Man, things are rough over there. So uh, to, to General Kelly, I just say, good luck, my friend. Good luck. Uh, and, and, and may you succeed. Senator Chuck Schumer finally asked the right question. How did we lose to President Trump? He still didn't really have an answer, although he said we should stop blaming X, Y, and Z, whoever they are. And on an unrelated note, or maybe it's related, the Democrats have removed the letters H and C from their official platform. This explains why health care has been so tricky. Nobody knows what ELF R is. Ah, The Game of Thrones returns and middle-aged, gray-haired English actors everywhere rejoice. Finally, work! This show is acted, written, filmed, and directed impeccably. Suzanne and I have watched it from the beginning religiously, because it's on Sunday nights, and still have no idea what's going on or who most of these characters are, except for maybe two that you can't miss. Tyrion Lannister and Daenerys Stormborn of the House of Targaryen, the first of her name, the Unburnt, Queen of the Andals, the Ryanar of the First Men, Khaleesi of the Great Grass Sea, take a breath, <gasps> Protector of the Realm, Lady Regnant of the Seven Kingdoms, Breaker of Chains, and Wind sometimes, and Mother of Dragons. Come on, George Martin, give us a break, would you? That's a lot of names for this petite actress who once said, just call me Stormy. Are you like me with Game of Thrones? Are you having to go 
to uh, the online sites afterwards to have people you know explain to you just exactly what's going on. I'm really, is it Westeros? I don't know. Is it, is, is it Castle Rock? Is it Chris Rock? I don't know. I'm confused, yet I still watch it because there's something that really is something compelling about it. And we like to see, you know, every season, most of our favorite characters killed. Now, Tyrion and Daenerys have somehow magically ended up together through all kinds of plot twists, and they ended up together really on top of things, at least temporarily, proving once again it's not the size of the man or woman in the fight, but the size of the dragons in your garage. By the way, I'd pay good money to see these two switch costumes. I'd like to see Tyrion in a bustier. It would be really good. It'd increase ratings. Got that, HBO? And, oh, how on earth has writer George Martin, the creator not been cast as a character in this thing. Google him. He looks perfect, and he wouldn't need any wardrobe, hair, or makeup. That's right. All right. Another TV show I really love is Fargo. Love it. I've watched it religiously. Is that? No, it's Tuesday nights. I just, I don't watch it religiously. But I've seen all the seasons. And this year, I was thoroughly disappointed when this fascinating tale that they began to weave ended with a resounding thud. Let me ask you a question. Why is this dude from Twin Twin Peaks in the bowling alley? And what happened to the Russian? Although being called a Cossack can't be good, especially when the guy is quoting Old Testament. I I, I don't know what was going on at the end. And there's the villain, a great villain, this VM Varga, giving the British British dental industry another black eye. Hey, guys, does Varga get away? Does he, huh? Please tell me. I replayed the ending four times to see if I missed anything. I half expected to hear Don't Stop Believing at the end. Still, it's not as bad as the leftovers ending. After three years, it ends like this? Huh? After all these incredible, breathtaking, impossible-to-follow plot twists that happened in the leftovers, I I went, really? Now, some critics have hailed the ending as brilliant. To them, I say, bite my shorts. Seriously. I got an idea, though. Maybe we should take the white smokers from the leftovers, whoever they were, over to the Game of Thrones to defeat the white walkers and give them emphysema so they all die. Oh, wait a minute. Are the white walkers already dead? I don't even know. Anyway, it's not TV. It's HBO. Proving again what I've always said, that beginnings are easy and endings are hard. Hey, I hope the universe is spinning in your direction. Cheers. Enlightening? Perhaps. Entertaining? Always. Thanks for listening to the podcast, Come Sail Away, with Dennis DeYoung. Get the next new episode Friday morning at 7 a.m. on this website.